Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Craig. I don't know what's going on. My name is Craig. That's Aaron. Hello. How we doing? Are you asking them or me? Let's first ask them and wait for a response. Put it in the comments. Leave us a voicemail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got voicemail. We got voicemail. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a minute. Oh. Uh, was Is it 585-BESTIE5? That's the yeah. phone number. That's the number to dial. Uh, how are you doing now? Now it's your turn. Uh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Showing concern. <laughs> After you ask them. Well, you know, they're, they're our guests, you know. They're, they're, they're in our space. So we, we, we invite you. We welcome you in. We should have a studio audience. We should. Invite them to set right. I'm telling you, we're yeah, doing a live show here. here. We're going to do a live show. It's going to happen. We're we gonna... need a guy off camera to, you know, <laughs> like like Rod Roddy used to do for The Price is Right. Yes. Uh, we're we're, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. By the way, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure... You can also text our phone number. Can you really? I'm pretty sure. Maybe we should try, test it out. But five eight five bestie five. I think you could text it. Um, and so you should you should give that a shot as well. Um, I always forget the actual numbers. Yeah, I've got it saved here somewhere. If I can find it again, uh, this is fascinating start to the beginning of an episode. You know things are going good <laughs> today. Where, uh, where can it go from here but up, right? Uh, I've got lost it. the number. Oh, my gosh. I thought I had it saved. It, it'll be down here at the bottom of your screen, I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. There it is, right there. That, that's where it is. Uh, so, yeah, give us a call. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second. We may even... You know what? We want to start with it. I think we should. I think we should start with yeah. it, too. Okay, so let's 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 just jump right in. We, we're going to talk about disaster movies, just to let you know that, but we, we gotta, we're going to jump right into this. Love hearing you talk about us. It's time for the best things about the best things. Want to hear your feedback on the show? Email feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to send a voicemail. Okay, so for those that that do care, I, I've done them. I've done the math. I've done the numbers, and it is five eight five two three seven eight four three five. Is five eight five bestie five. And you can hear your voice on an upcoming episode, just like this one. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and play. Uh, we have a voicemail, so we're going to play our voicemail and uh, let you know uh, what it's like whenever you hear yourself. So check it out. Aaron and Craig, this is Phil calling in from Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola. Um, just thought I'd call in and... Uh, Say your podcast does rock. I really enjoy it. My son enjoys it. Um, you guys have a great dynamic together. I hope this uh, podcast continues to grow and just explodes all over the place. Hey, bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Yeah, ex- we'll catch you later. Explodes all uh, over the place. It's going to. It's disaster movie day. It's We're going to talk about movies. explosions. Things that. blowing up <laughs> right on time. Uh, Phil with the wind. Phil, thank you for the kind words, my friend. You are a 
gentleman and a scholar, uh, and we appreciate it. And his son. And and his son. Uh, we're gonna call. We're just gonna call him Phil Junior. Just in case. Yeah, uh, let us give us your feedback. Uh, we love hearing your voices, love hearing your opinions. Thank you for uh, thank you for the good words, the kind words. We appreciate it. So yeah, 585 Bestie 5 or 585-237-8435. Leave us a voicemail. Try to text message. Did you try to text message? No. No, I thought you were. Oh, no, I'm, 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 we're going to do it uh, right now cuz today we're we're talking about disaster movies. And uh, these are the kinds of, now we, we, we talked a little bit before we hit record, like what classifies this as a disaster movie? Cause you, what was the movie you mentioned? Um, Titanic. Titanic. Yes. I don't know that. I, I don't, do you think of that as a disaster movie? Yes, you do. Yeah. And it is on almost every single list that I have looked at online. Wow. They include, uh, so I, I went to the, uh, the Wikipedia and looked up disaster film to see what they consider a disaster movie. And it says it's a film that has an impending or ongoing disaster as its subject and primary plot. It may include natural disasters, accidents, military or terrorist attacks, global catastrophes, such as a pandemic. Oh, so we lived through a disaster movie. Then. <laughs> Who knew for, uh, Two, three years, you have been the main characters in a disaster movie. So, how does it feel to be an actor? Um, you know, uh, underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I should have been compensated more. <laughs> I feel like the ratings on this one are really low. Like, this one's just going to bomb at the box office. This this episode? No, this disaster <laughs> oh, movie that we've been disaster in. Movie we're I'm giving it currently. no more than a three out of ten. <laughs> Possibly lower. Uh, I, I mean, I would, I would, I would agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. By the way, we have breaking news. Oh, uh, you can text us. You can. You can send us a text message. So save that number in your phone right now, and just in your address book, make it the best things podcast, so you can access it whenever. Uh, because you can also text us. I will say, if you do text us, just include who you are. Uh, so we can we can acknowledge your text messages. I'm gonna start getting um, random text message people we, <laughs> not identifying themselves, just anonymously telling us things. We have we have a text already. Uh, it's from Craig Woodson, and it hey. says "test question question mark." Uh, so Craig, thank you for your, your text uh, message. No, I do not want to test. <laughs> Thanks for the offer, though. All right, let's. Do, we ready to talk about disaster movies? That's why we're here. So <laughs> I hope we're ready. Let's have a big disaster today. <laughs> Before we can figure out the best thing, we have to talk about all the things. It's time for The Thing About the Things. Okay, we're giving it another shot. Uh, Last episode, a couple weeks ago, we did Taco Bell. And we decided to try to shorten the episode. (laughs) We would include... The bracket throughout the entire episode. So at any point, we can add an item to our bracket. Now it can be replaced later on in that in whatever spot. But uh, we're gonna try it again. L- listen, I know that the last one went a little long. It did, it did but go long. I had incredible feedback yeah, I from from the listeners who went through it. Yeah, I had wonderful feedback from that yeah. episode. So 
Maybe, I was say. Yeah, maybe you just like hearing the, the dulcet tones of your pals Craig and Aaron, no matter how long we go. But we're going to try to keep it shorter today. Um, we just want to dive in? Yeah. You, you want to go first? Um, or you, or you, I, want, you want me to go first? Because I'm locked and loaded. I, I, I'm going to let you go first. I feel like this is a, it's a disadvantage, though, being able to... To take things, so uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and go first, and really? I'm going to I'm going to risk losing a potential. Okay, uh, there's there's some heavy hitters, and we're we're back to this is not a like you know, Taco Bell episode. We had a super sized bracket. There was two discontinued. We're back to our normal. We only get four things that we can put in a bracket, and uh, we're going to keep though the Taco Bell. <laughs> That's a wonderful sound. <laughs> we're going to keep the Taco Bell sound for any time. So uh, it's right there. So you can push it too. Just, oh, okay. just whenever. Right. Just hit that blue button whenever you're ready to make your pick. But I'm going in. I'm going to go in hot and heavy with a number one pick. A number one seed. A already. number one seed early on. It better be good. It's a Christopher Nolan film. Interstellar. Okay, I'd like to kill you now. <laughs> I should have went first. <laughs> yes, you should have. Interstellar is a top three movie for me. Uh, top three disaster movie? I'll agree with that. Top three movie. All time. Of all time. Uh, I don't know that I disagree with that. It is a fantastic movie. My wife would disagree with that. This is not on top of her list. Now, here's the thing, because I've, I've been looking and trying to research this. Um is it a disaster film? See, it does not show up on a lot of, of lists. I, did, I didn't see it. But I would class it. I mean, the world, the is, world ending. is ending. It is dying. They're trying to find a way for... I mean, a global famine is hit. Yes. That's a disaster. It is a, it is a bona fide disaster. It the first article that pops up when I search is Interstellar, a disaster movie, is from Cinema Blend, and it's on four big reasons why Interstellar is a huge disaster. I don't know who wrote that, but... They don't know what they're talking about. They're saying the movie. The is movie. A, yeah. Oh my! That a is huge a disaster. travesty. That is a fantastic movie. Very well written. The second one from New Republic, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, is a pretentious mess. Oh, come on! This this is you. You're correct. This is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, hands down. It is smart. It is intelligent, which is the same thing as smart, just smarter. <laughs> um. This was Matthew McConaughey's, you know, I think he did Lincoln Lawyer before this, and he, yeah, he had done some good. serious films. For me, though, this, this, this was a movie that really changed things for him as an actor. This really kicked the dust behind on the rom-com genre that he was yeah. in. That scene where he is sitting there and realizes how old his kids are and is just weeping. Man, that will get you every time. Um, the, the, the time different, I mean, yes, there's some stuff that will go over your head. The endings trippy. It, yes, it has the classic Christopher Nolan. Oh yeah. Twist there at the end. The score though is so good. There's not a lot for me to complain about with no, this movie. There really isn't. And it's one of those movies just like, uh, with inception it's one of those movies that keeps you talking and you're you're looking, you're reading, you're researching, you're watching other people debate how they think things are working, what was happening. Right. That's th that's what makes the movie so good. Yeah. 100%. It has nearly 2 million reviews, ratings on IMDb. That's yeah, a lot. That is. It has an 8.6 out of 10. With 2 million reviews, that is strong. 
So those critics that are they're poo-pooing on it, they have no idea what they're talking no. about. No. And it's it goes that just shows me one more reason why when we watch some of these awards yes. shows, how out of touch some of these Absolutely. critics are Absolutely. with what average people who are consuming movies enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definition of a disaster movie, very thrilling, great cast. I mean, there are very few Christopher Nolan movies that do not have a great cast. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, John Lithgow, Timothy Chalamet, uh, David Oyelowo. (laughs) I can never say his last name. Uh, It's just got a great... And then uh, I didn't even mention Sir Michael Caine. Is he? Yeah, he is in it. Uh, Casey Affleck or Affleck. And uh, an uncredited person, spoiler alert, in case you have not seen it, uh, one Mr. Matt Damon. Trying to remember. He is the scientist on the planet that they wake up. Oh, yes. Who, again, spoiler alert, uh, turns out that that planet is unhospitable, like he says it was, and he's really just there to to take the ship back to Earth. Yeah. Uh, So there's twists, there's turns, there's action, there's some humor. Uh, it's got everything. Uh, the only thing, and it's really not a downside because it it adds a layer to that movie. But <laughs> Lauren does not does not like the name Murph, <laughs> which you know she's named after Murphy's Law. It ties in really well. But, exactly. But every time I'm watching, because I watch this movie a few times a year, at least. And so I'll watch it, and you know Matthew McConaughey's character is like Murph, Murph. What's wrong with that it's name? It's me, Murph. Uh, I, there's no problem with it. It's unique. Yeah, but uh, it's just a great movie. It's just such a good movie. Yeah, number one seed, Interstellar for me. Well, I now <laughs> have to shift my plan. Okay, because that was my number one seed as well. And it's probably going to win the whole... Well, I mean, we could probably just end the episode right here. Maybe. I there's don't there's know. other really good ones. There's some other really, really strong contenders. I think it's going to be hard getting down to eight. Probably. When it comes to disaster movies, I think Interstellar is an outlier in the fact that it is so well-liked by the average viewer. Yeah. I think a lot of disaster movies are just really bad. Yeah. They they are a disaster in and of yeah. themselves. They lean toward the cheesy. They're very cheesy. Yeah, but I still enjoy a good disaster movie. I, I, Same b- here. Before we started the episode, I said off camera that uh, several months ago I was on a disaster movie kick. Yeah, and just watched Twister recently. I think you said you just mm-hmm. watched Twister yeah. recently. They're making a sequel. Number two is coming out. What this July or is, is it, it next July? I think it's next July. Next July, twenty twenty four. I think so. I'm excited about that. I like Twister. If it's as good as the original. Living in Arkansas, we deal with tornadoes a lot. <laughs> we do. In fact, I I believe today that we're recording marks the halfway point in what is the tornado season for yeah. us. Uh-huh. So we're about halfway through that, and we've already had several. Uh, we have. Devastating ones. Yes. So I don't know why we enjoy watching Twister when you can sometimes <laughs> look out your back door and live the movie. Um, but I'm not going to take Twister. You're not going to take At least one. right now. Okay. I think it is an all-time classic disaster movie. See, that's the difference. There, There's a difference between the best and classics. 
and I agree with you. I, I, I am. It's a fringe pick for me, and we'll just have to see where we're at as we go through whether or not I can. I, I'll put it in there. Uh, are we talking about it now, or, or are we we moving? I'm moving on. You're moving on. Okay. I am taking Armageddon. Dad, gummit. For your number one. For my number one. That's a great pick. I thought you would go Armageddon. Uh, oh, it was between Interstellar and Armageddon for number one. I went Interstellar for one. I wasn't sure that you would have Interstellar on your list, but I know that you're a huge fan of Armageddon. Uh, to this day, the only movie I've cried to. I, I have wept at the end when Bruce Willis is talking to his daughter, which is now, now that I have a daughter, <laughs> I'm afraid to watch it again. <laughs> And I feel it's only got 435,000 ratings, and it only wow. gets a 6.7. That's surprising. And I feel like that is uh, a real travesty. Do you think people are, because you know this was a 90s movie, do you think people have just not gone back and watched it and reviewed it? Maybe. You know, I think that that's very possible. The oh, Interstellar is a newer movie. People right. are in the IMDb thing yeah. doing that. If you're a fan of Armageddon, and you rate things on IMDb, which I encourage people to do. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting way to go keep track of what you've uh-huh. watched and what you like and see uh, how your taste may change over time. And it's, go rate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just fun to look back to and just but, go back and see what you've rated stuff and and Bruce Willis, Billy Bob Thornton, man, Ben Affleck. Great cast. Uh written by JJ Abrams, uh-huh. directed by Michael Bay. One of Michael Bay's few good movies. He he took a wrong turn somewhere after Armageddon. It was Transformers. Uh, Let's be honest. It was Transformers, man. uh, What movie did I just see advertised a few days ago for Michael Bay? It's a new Michael Bay film, and of course, there's all sorts of... Oh, it's called... (laughs) Linkin Park. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Uh, Did you mention Billy Bob Thornton? I did. Uh, Liv Tyler. Yes. Uh... Will Owen Pat- Wilson. Will Patton, who I love. Oh, yeah. Will Patton is a fantastic... He's always that other guy in a movie. Yep. He's the guy you know, but you're not going to remember his name. Uh-huh. He was in Remember the Titans. Uh, he was uh, opposite of Denzel Washington's character as the coach. So for those of you that are trying to place him, that's who that is. I forgot about Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> he gets one. This My- was early in his career. This was Michael Clark Duncan. That Is dude. It? Oh, that's right. Love Michael. Man, that's gone right. too soon. Gone too soon. Um, we needed more Michael Clark Duncan movies. I mean, I don't feel like we need to explain the premise of Armageddon, do we? Armageddon is happening. <laughs> An asteroid's <laughs> the know, size of Texas. Barreling toward the Earth. And uh, Bruce Willis is... Uh, is he retired? No, he's on an oil rig. That's right. Yeah. He's on an oil rig. He's he's an... Uh, what, what do they call those? A uh, there's something, something heads, right? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not even gonna attempt it. But there's a certain name for, or is it roughnecks? Roughneck. There it roughneck, is. Roughneck, not head. Neck, just a little below head. Roughnecks. He's a roughneck. You were in the right area yeah, of the body. <laughs> At least it wasn't feet or something <laughs> like that. Uh, let's see. That's the Houston Roughnecks. Yes, XFL. XFL team. So the championships are coming up. Yeah, did they make it? I no, Houston know. was bad. Yeah, Houston wasn't great. I'm, I'm assuming it was probably DC was good, and I think St. Louis or the Battle Hawks. Yeah, I think they were good too. Yeah, 
but yeah, we got some roughnecks, oil rig guys. Uh, the only way to, to to save the world is to go. And they needed blow these it up. guys that had this drilling expertise. They're going to yeah. drill into the center of this asteroid mm-hmm. and drop a, a nuke in it. Yeah. And so, uh, by the way, if, if it hasn't been obvious, spoiler alerts on, on a lot of these movies. So as we're talking, if if you have not seen the movie and you don't want it spoiled, skip ahead. A nineteen ninety eight movie cannot be spoiled, <laughs> right? Though. Yeah. What's the threshold on spoilers? Like, at what point do you cross over from "I don't want to give it away yet" to "I, I don't have a problem spoiling it"? I mean, I think anything past a year is a fair year. Game. I was saying, I was thinking five. Okay, I, that that's fair enough, I guess. Uh, but I mean, if you haven't watched it in twelve months, or, yeah, exactly. It's it's you're you're, you're not worried. It's about, on you. Yeah, then. you're not worried about spoiling it. At that yeah. Point. Uh, but yeah, they go in and here's, here's the spoiler alert. Uh, Bruce Willis, or there's a problem with the remote detonation device. Yep. And so the rest of the crew that is still alive, uh, gets to go. But Bruce Willis, this is where I bawled like a baby. Uh, he has to video his daughter because somebody has to stay behind. Typical disaster movie, right? Yeah. Somebody's got to stay behind and detonate the device. And uh, it's him. And so, man, whew, saves the world, hero. Because his daughter's fiance yes. was going to stay behind. Exactly. And Bruce made sure that didn't yes. happen. Which, can we talk about Bruce Willis for a minute, man? Yeah. Uh, he's got such a great film history, and I, it, is, it is sad to hear and see the stuff yeah. he's going through right now. Absolutely. Uh, you hate it when those people, like Michael J. Fox is in that way, too. I saw a video of him the other day, and, and just... Man, anytime it messes with your your brain when it when it takes you like that, it's it's hard, especially these people you grew up with. Bruce Willis is one of those people you grew up with. Oh yeah, uh, that's a great pick at number one. I'm just gonna say it. I don't know that it beats out Interstellar, but Ooh, I don't know, man. When it comes to just a pure this disaster is, this, movie, this one I feel like is slightly ahead of Interstellar in being a disaster movie. A, yeah, a, a what? classic yeah. disaster movie, absolutely. Um, I want to talk about some that probably aren't going to make the bracket. We're going to, I'm going to scatter some of these in. Okay. Uh, similar to, uh, well, let me just back up. Speaking of, is it uh, Ben Affleck? or One of the Affleck brothers, who is it? I think it's Ben. Uh, it's is it neither Affleck? <laughs> I could have swore he was in this movie. Not, <laughs> uh, okay, neither Affleck. But uh, have you seen Perfect Storm? The Perfect Storm. Yes, that's a great disaster movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Where are you putting it? Number four. Number four. Wow. We'll talk about it then. This is one that I like to go back and watch every year or so. It, you got George Clooney. Yeah. You got Mark Wahlberg. Who else am I forgetting? There's some other well-known. Not an Affleck. <laughs> not, we know not one of the Afflecks is in it. Uh, uh, John C. Riley, Diane Lane, uh, William fin- uh, Fincher. Who again? He's one of those guys. Why did I feel like Ben Affleck was in that? I don't, now I now that too. you say that, I, I can know. picture Ben Affleck playing in the Perfect Storm. I can too. But he's not apparently okay. <laughs> it's, uh, what do you call that? That the uh, the carbon, not the, the Mandela effect. The, the Mandela effect. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I was thinking of a TV show, the Carbonara effect. Um, William Fincher, by the way, he he is another one like Will Patton, where he's he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, you recognize his face, 
but he's never going to be a leading man. But he, he always does a great job. Uh, this is not your disaster, as in it's going to wipe out all of humanity. Right. It is a natural disaster that is going right. to affect the eastern seaboard. Yeah. And it obviously affected this this crew of fishermen. Uh, but but it, it, it did have, you had two major storms that were converging mm-hmm. on each other. So you've got that natural disaster element yeah. built into the movie. Right. I think a lot of people probably wouldn't call the perfect storm a disaster movie. But No, but it, it, I mean, when I think of disaster, I do think of natural disasters. I, I think of something that nobody can help taking over. And I guess that's the differentiating point for me when it comes to Titanic. Like, Titanic is mostly user error. Like, they just weren't paying attention. Um, you know, and it was a structural error, you know. But, like, the iceberg didn't just show up out of nowhere. <laughs> it right. didn't just jump up and get them. Like, yeah. you know, that was that was avoidable. Uh, whereas a, a storm, especially the perfect storm, uh, kind of comes out of nowhere and gets you. It. The scene where they're trying to make it over the top of the wave, it's one of those, it, you know, it's that moment right. in the movie. That's the that's the moment that stands out to yeah. you um, when you realize that they're just, they're doomed. And he's, uh, Clooney's a good captain. He's going to stay with the boat. Yeah. He's going down with the boat. You know, he encourages others to, you know, get out and try to save themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's going to stay with the boat. Yeah. He would be, I would be hard-pressed if we, if we, and we might do this one day, did a, a just a best actor pod, oh, he's, Clooney would be. He's up there. He, I think he'd make the bracket for sure. <laughs> yeah. He is, he yeah. is really solid in everything that he does. Uh, well, give me another one then, because that, that was a pick uh, or a, a mention of mine. Okay. I want to give you, uh, if we were going to talk about some that we don't think are going to make the bracket. Yeah. Uh, I guess you didn't think that was. I, I didn't. But. And we, we can replace these. Yes. If something yes. else comes, but that one I had marked as one I thought that I wanted. Uh, let me give you one that I don't think is going to make the bracket, and that is a relatively new movie called Moonfall. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I just. I, well, I, I didn't look at the, your face when I did that, but I'm just. <laughs> That's that's for me to look back. Future Craig editing is going to look and see. Uh, yeah, no, I've heard this is terrible. It, I gave it a five out of ten. This is your cheesy, really disaster movie. Um, something has knocked the moon out of orbit, and so you know, this is an HBO Max, or I guess we're saying uh, just Max. It's weird. That's um, weird. That was a dumb <laughs> dumb decision on their part. It's. It, you, it's like a train wreck. You can't help but watch it. <laughs> really? Okay, it, it's a cheesy disaster movie. If you like disaster movies, watch Moonfall. Okay, okay. it's gonna hit those. Uh, it's gonna hit those vibes. Um, I thought I had it pulled up here and I lost it. Um, so the moon has been knocked out of orbit. They've got to try to find some way to get it back into orbit or whatever. A mysterious force is has taken over the moon. It gets into some tech stuff. Uh, it's got Halle Berry in it. Mm-hmm. Patrick Wilson. Which I am not a Halle Berry fan. I have liked very few of her movies. I think she is very overrated personally. I've made that very clear to a lot of people. Uh, is was is Josh Gad in that? Josh Gad, is he in this? For some reason, I feel like he's in that. 
But I could be way off. No, I think you're thinking of John Bradley, this yeah. guy that plays the like Casey House in the movie. Each other. So, is this? I, I according to your five year thing, I can't spoil this. One. So, <laughs> uh, Moonfall, you probably can't. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, Spoiler alert: <laughs> the moon isn't real. Okay. Okay, that's spoiling it for me. I didn't know that. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm okay. If I'm okay being spoiled, we're just going to say everybody else is okay being spoiled. It is this thing that houses uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, my. And it has, uh, I don't know. You ought to watch it. It's just, it's cheesy. Uh, and then when you realize that the moon is fake, it's, I don't know. Even cheesier. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because I went into it with expectations like, okay, it's going to. But this one's on the cheesier side. Yeah. Um, well, let's stick with space stuff for a second. Um, and uh, another one that I want to mention is uh, where is it? Where did it go? Oblivion. Okay. So I don't think that. Yeah. I, I think I know which one you thought I was going toward. <laughs> Maybe it should be whoever hits the yeah, button first yeah. gets it. <laughs> that actually is not a bad idea. Um, Oblivion. Uh, this is this was a this was a solid movie. Again, it's it's similar to Interstellar in the fact that uh, world ends, and basically they're trying to get off planet at this point. Uh, this is basically the way I describe it is like a, a suspenseful adult version of Wally. <laughs> Tom Cruise's character uh, is is stuck on the planet. He's he's performing cleanup, making sure stuff's good while all of humanity is on this big ship and he's just taking care of stuff before he gets off until he spoiler alert real Cause this has been longer than five years. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's 10 years old. Uh, he realizes that, you know, the plan is never really for him to get off. He's actually a clone. It gets really sci-fi, but it See, is a, I feel like I've watched this and I, I'm just vaguely remembering bits and pieces of it. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's worth watching. It's not going to make our bracket. Uh, it's got Morgan Freeman in it, which is really good. He kind of comes in as a surprise role. So if you're not, if you don't know he's in it, I don't think they really advertise him being in it. So when he pops up, you're like, oh wow, okay. Uh, so it's it's a great movie. It's just a really good popcorn flick. It's got some twists and turns in there. Uh, strong contender, but it's not going to make the bracket. But it's a good disaster movie. As long as we're talking about Tom Cruise, let's continue with Tom Cruise and disaster movies into the world stuff. How about War of the Worlds? If I was that a mistake? No, it was not. If really? I if I can have the caveat of encompassing the entire franchises of War of the Worlds, including the OGs. Now, if you're just giving me Tom Cruise, it's not making it. But I, I wanted to mention the whole suite, the remakes and everything. Okay. Okay. I don't guess I've seen the remakes. Well, that, Tom Cruise is the remake. Oh, okay. I thought this you were saying they've done one since. This then. was an old Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm going to put it at four if you're giving me that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You can have it. Steven Spielberg. Uh, it is an H.G. Wells written uh, film. Yeah. Was a book. Yes. Um. Have you heard about the, the radio broadcast? So this was originally booked, then in 1938, or it may have been vice versa. 
I don't remember. Uh, but in 1938, they did a radio drama of War of the Worlds. I did not know that. And uh, it caused panic because people thought it was real. Oh. They did not do a great job on the front end of saying this is fictional. Okay. And so when they're describing these aliens coming down and all this kind of stuff happening and we have gone to war, they broadcasted it as if it were a real event. So it's like a radio yes. announcer saying this is happening. And so panic ensued. And so much so that CB, I think CBS is the one that radio broadcasted it in 1938. Uh, they had to reissue and say, this was fictional. This is not happening because there was so much panic because people thought the end of the world was happening. It would be interesting to know what people's reaction in 1938 was. Oh my was gosh, man. Something I would have like loved to have been like that, like a social experiment almost just to see how much panic you can ensue. But then the, the, the movie in 1953 came out as well. And so that's why I've I wanna, never seen that one. That's why I want to include the entire suite. Okay. Like it is an OG, you know, classic disaster movie. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Nope. And I, cause I like old movies. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the original, but, uh, this thing gets 6.5 stars on IMDb, which is too many. This is, <laughs> I've got it ranked at five and I felt bad giving it a five. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that great of a movie. No. I no, was, they did not do it justice at all. I was not that impressed by this War of the Worlds. One of Tom Cruise's worst showings. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, he has few misses, but that, that was a miss. And I get it. It was this big epic, you know, but you've it, got it Dakota flat. Fanning and Tim Robbins also in this movie. Mm. And just all the way around, I was left feeling. This was right there with Moonfall for me. Really? Yeah. Uh, can we stick with Tom Cruise Let's for a minute? Let's stick with Tom Cruise because I think I know where you go. Another. Gr- this is a good one. Edge of Tomorrow. This is Tom Cruise and Edge of Tomorrow. This came out in 2014. That was me <laughs> curious if I was getting that right. Uh, Tom Cruise, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton. Uh, who else of note is in it as well? That's really the 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 top of the order there. This is the one where he regenerates yes. every time he gets killed? Yes. And he thinks he's really kind of the only one. Uh, doesn't really know what's going on until he meets Emily Blunt's character, and she kind of says, hey, I do the same thing. And so... Uh, this one is really good. It is really good. There is a, a war against uh, aliens, right? Is it aliens or is it like robots? Well... They're alien robots. Okay, yeah. And so uh, they they basically live, die, repeat is the tagline. And they learn from their mistakes. This is the action disaster Groundhog movie of Day. Groundhog Day. That's exactly what it is. And it's just really good. Like, it's just, it's a popcorn flick. I don't think it's making our bracket. But, like, it's a popcorn fl- flick. Really fun to watch. Very entertaining. I watch this probably about once a year. Maybe once every other year. Uh, it's just a good one to watch. One of my favorites. Okay. Going on the board is Day After Tomorrow. Where you want it? Uh, I want this number two. Okay. Day After Tomorrow with John C. U S A C K. John Cusack. You thought <laughs> I was going to say John C. Riley. I did say. Like it was a, it was a comedy. It was a parody of. Which, no. Did we mention John C. Riley was in Perfect Storm? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we did. Uh, Day After Tomorrow. When I think of. Disaster movies, I go to Twister and Day After Tomorrow. Those are my two first ones. I must have watched this movie 
a hundred times in the two, three years after it came out. It's really good. I think this was possibly the first movie I owned on Blu-ray. Really? Refresh me. It's been a long time since I've watched this. Refresh me of the premise. Is it different stuff happening all over the world? Or is it different stuff happening to similar areas? So, I said John Cusack. I got it wrong. It's Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, John Cusack's in another one. Yeah, yeah. I've got him in another one. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Uh, So, he is trying to reach his son. He is trapped in New York City. And there is this storm that is going to... They basically take the entire world back into another ice age. Right. Uh, 2004 film. You know, it's been out for a long time. (laughs) Uh, This one gets a 6.4 rating. I've got it at an 8 because I just really like this one. Um, Man. This is your, your quintessential disaster movie. Things are freezing over. Almost as fast as he can get there. I mean, he is racing against the clock to try to, you know, save his son. Uh, they're they're trying to get to the middle of the earth. I think it's freezing from both ends toward the center, if I remember okay. right. It's, it's been a few years since I've gone back and watched this one. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's also in it, plays his son. Oh, that's right. I forget about that. Yeah. He forgot about that, too. <laughs> there was an interview of Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quay were, were sitting together in an interview for some movie they were doing recently. And uh, the reporter said, so well, how, how does it feel like to be working with Dennis again? And he goes, wait, did we work together? <laughs> he had <laughs> forgotten the whole thing completely. <laughs> uh, but th- this is just a, yeah, disaster movie. Everything's freezing. Everything, everybody's going to die. Uh, the There's like a flood coming in, tidal wave. The Statue of Liberty, it, and in fact, that's the iconic right, yeah. uh, poster where uh, it's like frozen up to the head. Really, really good movie. Number two for me on my, uh, on my board. Wow. Uh, I'm going to mention a couple of back-to-backs along the same vein of that. Okay. Because uh, there are some. There has been somebody who has come along as he's starting to find, he's almost being typecast, but he's kind of starting to find a niche when it comes to the disaster movie genre. That is one Gerard Butler. Yep. Uh, Geostorm came out in 2017. Have you seen it? I have. It's really good. I like it. I like it a lot. It, it gets a lot of hate. It gets a 5.3 on IMDb. But again, you can't take this kind of movie too seriously. It's a disaster flick. Uh, but I thought it was really entertaining. Uh, Gerard Butler, the, apparently humanity has created a network of weather-creating systems to help you know create water in California to keep them from drought, to bring things to life and keep the ecosystem working in Africa and things like that. Uh, and apparently it has turned against Earth, and so now chaos is ensuing, and so he's like the only person who can go up there and fix it. Him and his brother are both in this. Yeah. His actual No, 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 oh, no. okay. In, in the movie, him yes. and his brother yeah. are working together. Right. Um, they have sort of this family conflict dynamic that's uh-huh. going on. The, uh, the government is involved in doing some shady stuff with this. Yeah. Uh, it's, it hits on several different cylinders, 
great for disaster. It's no interstellar. No. But it is it's a good disaster yeah. movie. And you said this one's on your on your board? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. But, but I think it's worth mentioning. This this just seems like a similar vein to Day After Tomorrow. You're talking about weather, yeah. chaos happening. Yes. Uh, it's got a decent cast. Gerard Butler's in it. Uh, you've got Ed Harris is great. Andy Garcia, Richard Schiff is in it. Um, so it's got it's got some good guys, and it's uh it's done by Dean Devlin. Who who does that? Okay, Dean Devlin does Stargate, Godzilla, Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgence. Okay, he's done a lot of these kind of movies. Gotcha. I'm a big Dean Devlin fan. Got yeah. Uh, another one to make reference of, very similar is that Gerard Butler is in is Greenland. I have not seen this. This one, one came out in 2020, I believe. Uh, there is a planet killing comet coming to Earth, uh, and it's so it's causing stuff to happen. Um, and so Gerard Butler is grabbing his family, and they're making a a journey for sanctuary. Um. They're going through cities where stuff's kind of falling and, and the world's ending. Things, cities are being leveled by comet fragments. Uh, and so he is less the hero in this and more of just somebody trying to survive. So this goes to a survival uh, atmosphere. Uh, this gets a 6.4. So he's found his niche in disaster movies, but none of them are getting great response. Like, you know, yeah, he was in uh, Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen, Angel Has Fallen. Uh, law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding citizen. So he's kind of in those genres of there's chaos happening. Uh, I love Gerard Butler, though. He, yeah. he is a, he's a great actor. I've, I've liked most things he's in. He's entertaining. Uh, Greenland doesn't have a strong cast. Uh, in fact, other than him, I couldn't tell you anybody uh, of note on there. But uh, worth mentioning, again, not making a bracket, but worth mentioning for sure. How about San Andreas? Did you ever see that one? I did. That's got The Rock in it. The Rock, right? yeah. Uh, massive earthquake hits California, and he is trying to rescue his daughter from this uh, disaster. So, California earthquake. It's uh, big action. Is this, um, I was going to say, is this Michael Bay? It is not. But it's got that vibe. It does have that vibe. Um, I mean, you'd watch it and you'd think, yeah, this is a Michael Bay film. <laughs> uh. What about the Tomorrow War? That is a relatively new one from Prime, yeah. right? Starring Chris Pratt. Yes, very similar to Edge of Tomorrow. That's what I was going to say. Got those vibes, but there's a time travel element to it, where basically uh, yes. there is a future war happening. Yes, and they are time travel. Time travel now exists. They come back to our timeline to pick people up to fight for them in the future. I mean, wild premise. Really great premise. Chris Pratt does a good job in it. I've heard they're making a sequel for this. Um, I don't remember how it left off, but I've heard there's a sequel in the works. I liked it. It was a good movie. It was it was, it was absolutely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? 2012. You remember there was a big craze. Everybody thought the world was going to end in 2012. Absolutely. Uh, it did not. It did not happen. It did not. <laughs> but that's what this movie was based on, the world ending in 2012. And here's your John Cusack. This, this is, is the one that John Cusack in. was yes. in. Yes. A lot of times I'll get him and Dennis Quaid <laughs> mixed up for some reason. I like the cast in this a lot. Uh, this this was a good movie. Uh, what's it get? It gets a 5.8. That seems like... Disaster movies tend to get a lot of hate. Have you noticed that on all these? They do. They're just popcorn flicks. Don't take them too seriously, everybody. 
this is the one I was trying to think of where they had built arcs to try to save everyone. So right. you kind of have this reminiscence of Noah's flood right. going on, you yeah. know, and they're building these arcs. And I think arc stood for something I think so. uh, in, in the film, uh, but only a certain number of people, if I remember right, they had selected, so. yeah. uh, you got to, if you, you know, you had something to contribute to society, right. they were going to start over with this group of people. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those where I forget somebody's trying to get into the arc that mm -hmm. didn't belong there or something to that effect. Yeah. But it was a, it was a good movie. It was good. John Cusack, uh, Chuate Ejiofor, Amanda Peet, Oliver Platt, Woody Harrelson, Danny I Glover. I forgot Danny Glover was the president in that. Uh, so it's got a strong cast. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Again, these these movies should be fun. You should these the scenarios, the possibility of any of these things happening is so f remote and far out there. Just sit back and enjoy it. Don't worry about the physics behind it or the science yeah. behind it. If you get to thinking too much, then you're supposed just, to turn your mind yeah, off and watch. Just these. enjoy it. Um, I got one for the list here. How about a little flick called Independence Day? I've heard of it. <laughs> I'm going to put that at number two for me. Independence Day, we've talked about it recently on our President's episode uh, because of a great speech. But this is Will Smith. Uh, I guess I could click on it and get the actual details pulled up. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, What's that guy's name? Bill Pullman? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, also in it. Uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's character is is fantastic. Randy Quaid is an <laughs> underrated actor. Uh, he is. He makes every movie he's in just a little bit better. Uh, Judd Hirsch. Uh, again, you might you might not recognize the name, but if you saw him, you would know who he is. He's great in Studio Sixty, by the way. Also, uh, let's see. It is Vivica A. Fox is uh, Will Smith's love interest. Uh, just a great. Great movie. We don't need to talk about it very much because everybody knows about Independence Day. The sequels were not good. Or the sequel. I was going to say, was there another one? Because there was one that came out in 2016, like Resurgence yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it was not great. And it, it yeah, it fell flat. It fell, fell really flat. Was it Will Smith? No. He had nothing to do with it. Okay. Um, and good on him for avoiding it. I do think Bill uh, Pullman was in it. Though. Yes, he was. Uh but this is just good. It's an alien movie, disaster movie, cities are blowing up, Will Smith's in a fighter jet. Uh, it's just a great It's a great flick. Worthy, I think, of being in this bracket for sure. How about... Hmm, how many... Have you got all four of yours filled in? I have one spot left. You have one spot left. What do I have left? You have one spot left. We both have our third, our, our three hole. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and fill this void. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Family show. Uh, am I? Or are you? I am. I want to put Jurassic Park in there. Whoa, what? Jurassic Park. Okay. You tell me that's not a disaster that we 
have figured out how to bring dinosaurs I back. Mean, you're and not then wrong. They get loose, and then they end up the entire franchise. They end up all over the wow the world. You're, you're not wrong. wreaking havoc. Yeah, this is a disaster. Would not have thought of of Jurassic Park. Good good pick there. And I that that's a matchup. That is a matchup. You're right. That's going to be tough. Um, I hmm. we don't need to explain Jurassic Park. We don't. I. It's a disaster movie. You're not wrong, man. Um, for time's sake, let's fly through some others. If if we hear one that needs to be added, we can. I want to mention a couple that are. You remember when Olympus Has Fallen came out and White House Down came out? Yep. One felt, depending on which one you saw first, the other felt like an off-brand one. White House Down was the off-brand. Yes, it is the Sam's Choice. <laughs> it is. Uh, these two movies are similar to me. Volcano and Dante's Peak. Yes. Volcano, for me, is the name brand. Dante's uh, Peak. Which one is, is Pierce Brosnan? Dante's Peak. And Volcano is Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah. You got two big name actors you do. there. But Volcano is the better movie. Would you agree? It's been so long <laughs> since I've seen them. I can't remember. They just feel like the same movie. Exactly. <laughs> I loved Volcano so much. It used to come on TBS a lot. Uh-huh. And I would always get, every time it was on, I made sure to watch it. Volcano, fantastic. I don't know if I want to put it on this bracket quite yet, but uh, it was strong. Um, what else you got? Rapid fire. Knowing. Nick Cage. Not a good movie. It was terrible. <laughs> Not a good movie, if I remember right. Signs. Good movie. I don't yes. know if I'd call that a disaster movie, though. W- would you not? I mean, nothing really happens. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's an Ibn <laughs> Shyamalan movie. Nothing really happens. Ibn <laughs> uh, Shyamalan is great for leaving in you. You in feel like there's impending doom, though. <laughs> that nothing. We just finished Servant. We just finished okay. the whole series. <laughs> And it's a great series, but that is M. Night Shyamalan. Four or five seasons of just something could happen, (laughs) but nothing ever does until the last episode. And then nothing really still even happens. It just resolves itself. (laughs) I don't don't know, though. Because he gets a lot of credit for Sixth Sense. Exactly. And And he had some unique movies. Unbreakable was great also. But I almost feel... I I don't want to... Don't get mad over this, but I'm going to say, like you said a minute ago about which movie you saw, he is, he is the Sam's Choice version of Christopher Nolan. Oh, but he came first. He did. Nolan just does it better. He does do it better. You're right. He, uh, he is the uh, he, Hydrox <laughs> to Christopher Nolan's Oreo. There you go. <laughs> Oreo is the only ripoff that ended up being better than the original. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, knowing... He he does tend to go the disaster movie route, but they always. Do you see old? No, I watched the trailers for it, and I just never felt like I wanted to invest the time. To it watch was it. it was good, was it, it? It was worth watching. It was one of his better newer ones. Okay, he 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 started uh, it, strong, it fell off, but people got used to saying there's a twist coming. I just don't know. So they got to ex- anticipating the twist, mm-hmm. and when you anticipate a twist coming, it really doesn't do much it, for it, you. It doesn't. didn't take you by surprise. Um, let's see. Uh, Battle Los Angeles. I don't know if you watched this. Yep, that was the other one. I meant to mention it with the San Andreas because I knew okay. there was yeah. like two California disaster movies. Right. 
And who was in Battle L.A.? It was, do you remember off the top <laughs> of your head? I don't. I got, I got a, lick, a, li- yeah. a lick, a link. I got a link here. A lick a link. Reminds me of lick a stick with the fun dip, you know? This came in 2011. You hated the, the sticks? It's chalky. Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, yes. Yeah. Uh, this had a fantastic trailer. The teaser for this movie was incredible. It hooked me right in. I was excited about it. Then the movie came, and you're like, okay, it's a typical disaster. What does it get? Uh, on a, yeah. 5.7. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it's a good disaster movie. It's, it's you know, there's alien battle going on. But, like, I it, it got so hyped for me that, uh, I don't know, it, it was overhyped. It, it was overpromise, underdeliver. Deepwater Horizon is another one. Yes, I have not seen this. I don't believe it's Mark Wahlberg. It's based on the true story of the uh, rig explosion back in 2010 yeah. out in the Gulf. Uh, it, it's a it's a good movie worth watching. Uh, a movie called The Core. I've not seen that, but heard about it. Is it Bruce Willis as well? I don't hang on. Think Who's in the Core? So. Aaron Eckhart. Oh, is he back in? Okay, yeah. Aaron Eckhart and Hillary Swank. Okay. And they're trying to save the earth. They have to drill down. I was thinking Bruce Willis because this is all based on uh, drilling, drilling again. <laughs> but they've got to drill to the core of the earth and make it start to spin again. Okay. And so... Uh, I can see how that would be a good disaster movie. It, it's it's worth watching. Okay. Yep. Uh, World War Z. Brad Pitt. Zombies have taken over. We haven't talked much about zombies yet. Oh, no. Uh, World War Z is known for having the fast zombies. Uh, so if you're a zombie fan, then you you... I've obviously seen it, but World War Z, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a guy trying to save his family from uh, the undead. Uh, a couple of TV shows to mention, um, which I'm not do some shuffling here. If Are we including TV shows in our bracket? Oh, I mean, we play by our own rules, so <laughs> if you want to put one in there, you feel like it competes with... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know... I don't know what it's going to compete with because you have not seen this. Nope. Okay. I'm not going to include it in the okay. bracket, but I have to mention it. The only reason it, listen, the only reason it's not in this bracket and not a number one or two is because this guy has not seen it. Uh, the Walking Dead. Okay. And the franchise, the spinoffs. You've got the Fear of the Walking Dead uh, and all the, all the other shows that are coming out. Uh, Walking Dead was a groundbreaking series. It is. It is a disaster show. People did not think it would do well. It came on AMC, low budget, based on a comic book. And uh, it just took the world by storm. At one point, the most watched, still to this day, the most watched television series of all time. Is it really? At its peak, the peak numbers, historically, the most watched series of all time. Cable show. I don't know if a network show may have beat it, but uh, serious talking to you. Uh Incredible. Now, like most TV shows, especially when they go 10-plus years. Got a little weak at the end? They get a little weak at the end, but it's still strong. It actually had a dip, and then storyline-wise, picked back up toward the end. Oh. But a lot of people in the Valley dipped out. Uh, but that the, the beginning was strong, and then those seasons, two, three, four, five, even six, and seven, like, strong, Strong. If you can deal with a little bit of gore, there's not that much, but if you can deal a little bit of gore and suspense and little horror genre-y, uh, what is fantastic. your rating on that? Oh, I don't know what I'd give it on IMDb, but probably a 10, maybe a wow. 9. Wow. 
no lower than nine, but I would I would not be your surprised favorite s- show series of all time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And shout out to my brother for getting me on it because we were late to the party. We we jumped in around season five, uh, and so we got to binge watch those. You know, that's always good when you can join the show live after binge watching it. It's, it's always a little bit of a letdown because like you're so used to watching episode after yeah. episode. And then you have to wait a week and then wait a whole summer until it comes back. Um, so Walking Dead, which Last of Us. Yep. Uh, have you finished it? Yep. I have. I'm still stuck on episode two. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's a roller coaster. Is I it? feel like there's some good episodes. There's some bad episodes. Yeah. Uh, I I can't remember if it got the go ahead for a second season or not. I feel like it did. It came in hot. It did. Like so much buzz and just kind of it felt like it Energy felt like it fizzled toward the, the end. The story, which it's based on a video game. All right. I've never played the game, so to me, this is all new. I assume there's a lot of people who never played the game that watched the show. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know where the story's supposed to go. I guess it's following that, but I was just kind of like, mm, I felt like this could have been done better right. in some of the episodes. You'd have a really good episode, and then the next one just, you know, fell flat to yeah. me. Um. Deep Impact, not a show. Sorry, we're still on shows. One quick uh, show mentioned, The Last Man on Earth. <laughs> it's a comedy. It is a comedy. Uh, it is fantastic. <laughs> I was so mad when they canceled that show. It is. Uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, man. Um, oh, gosh. I could have told you if you didn't ask me. I was wanting to say Phil, but that's the name of the guy that, that he plays, is- isn't it? <laughs> Part of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a Saturday Night Live alum. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Will Forte. Will Forte, yeah. Will Forte, January Jones. Uh, <laughs> it's so good, man. I got to go back and watch it. Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso himself, uh, shows up in it. Uh, because what is it? He's called Miller. Right for most of the show, or he, the beginning of the show, yes. And then his brother comes along, and and, and is called. It's I, it's a weird show. It's or, funny. Or, no, no, it's another guy named Phil Miller. Yes, yeah, there are two. There are, there two. are two Phil, Phil Millers. Millers. Yep. <laughs> it is so quirky. The it, first yeah. season, one of the best seasons of television. Yeah, it was like again a lot of shows. It starts dipping a little bit in quality, but Kristen uh, Schaal is also in it. She's really good too. Okay, she played Carol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a, Kristen Wiig's in it for a little bit. Uh, Fred Armisen, Chris Elliott. It's it's got some good cast. Alexandria, uh, Daddario. If you're wanting to see something that's sort of like catastrophe but funny, yeah, this is the one. If for you're you. a fan of like the Good Place, yeah, it's got those. It's vibes. got that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? I got one other one to mention, but I haven't even put my three in. I think. Twister's going at number three for me. I was going to say, we never came back to We never Twister. came back to it. And it, it deserves to be on the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, spoiler alert, it might... I it <laughs> Is there a sentence in here? <laughs> I see what it's matched up against, and I think I would pick Twister over it. Mm. But you got Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Carrie Elves, Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late great... Uh, you've got Alan Ruck. Uh, let's see. 
I feel like there's somebody else uh, that is little known. Jamie Gertz, uh, you would know her from some stuff too. It's a great movie. Again, maybe it's recency bias because I just watched it again. It's an all-time favorite of mine. 1996, they're coming out with another one. Uh, I don't think there's a lot to, to go back over a Twister. People know Twister. It's It's got some good lines in it. It's got a little humor. Yeah. Uh, worthy of a spot. I don't know how far it'll go, but I think it's worthy of a spot. Uh, Into the Storm is another one I wanted to mention. Okay. I feel like I may have mentioned this on a recent episode. This is about a small Midwestern town that gets hit with multiple tornadoes in the same day. High school graduation is going on. This feels vaguely familiar. And it just keeps respawning tornado after tornado after tornado. And the principal of the school, his sons get separated. One of them is a storm chaser. One of them gets trapped. Uh, it's just, it's a whole deal. If you like tornado movies, it's like Twister on steroids. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last one I have to mention is Deep Impact. You can't talk about disaster movies without Deep Impact. Comet coming to Earth, Doomsday is happening, Robert Duvall, Tay Leone, Elijah Wood, Morgan Freeman. Uh, it's, a, it's a really good flip. This is the one where the guys are retired, right? I believe so. I believe so. Because I feel like there's one of them where the guys are retired and they bring them back in. That's probably Robert Duvall's character. Yeah. If I remember right, it's been a long time. I don't know if I've seen this in the last 20 years. Uh, I watched it in the last two years. Is this the one with Tay Leone and Elijah Wood? Because Elijah Wood's a kid in this movie, right? And it's, uh, there. I remember the end of the, the movie. They're like on that little hillside. Is, that, is, this, is this the movie I'm thinking of? You don't know either. We don't know. I've watched it recently and can't tell you. I need to rewatch it again. Uh, it, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Uh, what else you got? You got anything else? I, I have exhausted, uh, I believe, my list. If Ex we miss something, though, let us know. Except for what I had for the worst. Yes, I had a couple of worst, too. Do we want to hit the bumper? Nah. Let's just, let's just talk yeah. about them. Uh, I had two other, other than you mentioned Moonfall. Um, I, I would put it in the worst. Yeah. Don't look up. Haven't ever heard of it. That is the new one that came to Netflix late last year. Uh, it got a lot of buzz with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Uh, I remember hearing about it. It looked really good. The, the trailers and the commercials for it made it feel very suspenseful and like a drama. And it ended up being very satire-like. You remember Vice with Christian Bale? Yep. That was kind of a satire-y, had some weird humor in it. W was kind of that way. This had that kind of feel to it where it's like, it felt like it was supposed to be like a drama that was suspenseful. It ended up being dumb comedy and very PC. Okay, uh, where they were really pushing. Which I'm not. I'm not here to debate climate change at all. A lot of the, your disaster movies are going to be, you know, based on climate change. Right. Events, you yeah. Know? It's but this obviously had an agenda, agenda to it. Sure. Um, and. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Like it just felt cringy. It felt yeah. like they were trying really too hard. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the most unpolitical person you'll know. And even to me, I just, it felt, it felt unwarranted 
Uh, but you had Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, uh, Jonah Hill, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, huge um, cast, Michael Chick- Chitless, Chickless. Uh, so I mean, it had a lot of big names in it, but it just it it didn't do it for me, not at all. The other one I wanted to enter into the worst category. And I take issue with some of these, like Rotten Tomatoes and some of the lists I looked at that put this higher, way higher than I think it should be. It's a it's a movie that then became a franchise called Sharknado. Yeah, that was on mine too. <laughs> I I don't understand uh, how it got ranked as high as I saw it on some yeah. of these lists. Now, at least some of the sequels, they've gotten, you know, they're like, um, what's that driving franchise? Uh, uh, not need for fast and the furious Fast and furious it's like that they've got like 10 or 12 of them out now shark <laughs> yeah there's so many and they're rightfully ranked way down there the original sharknado it's it's such a corny concept mm-hmm. oh it's so bad it's in the worst category yeah it has to be um which you know tara reed that's her thing like she's in yeah. all these and yeah. she was like a bona fide movie star for a hot minute in their 90s and something happened and she just went off off the deep end. but those are terrible um which we could probably we should do at some point a bad movie bracket ooh the best bad movies yeah because there's one out there called Velocipaster <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it oh dude you you need to look it up right now Velocipaster it's apparently a pastor t- can turn into a velociraptor it's like an intentionally bad movie. It's one of those kinds of movies. It's a man of the claw. Yeah, a man. <laughs> After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Yeah. At first, horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Oh my yeah. goodness. There are some of these men that are just whoo, they are trying to like be <laughs> Is this available on streaming? Oh, I hope it is. You can watch it on Freevee. <laughs> oh, it's free. There you go. So I think it's that's through <laughs> Amazon Prime. Um one we didn't mention was Final Destination. I I, I guess you could consider that a yeah. a, a disaster franchise. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. That's another one. Um it never got into either of those. I got into some Final De- Destination uh Back in the day, again, those were the kind of movies that came on TBS, uh, but those were kind of entertaining to me. Okay, we ready to bracket? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Before we bracket, we need to tell you, uh, if we missed anything or your favorite, you should give us a call or leave us a text message, 585-BESTIE5. Oh, hang on. We did forget one. We did. Titanic. <laughs> best you have to beat the rest this is the best things bracket the only way titanic's making it on any list of mine <laughs> rotten tomatoes says it's the number one disaster movie of all time i just i guess it can classify as a okay you guys gotta let us know is titanic a disaster movie they have contagion ranked number two which we didn't even talk about we did not it is basically what we have lived through for the last three years. <laughs> exactly. They have Deepwater Horizon number three. Wow. Which I just kind of threw in as an honorable mention toward the end. Man. 
and one called The Wave. You ever heard of The Wave? I have not. There's one called The Mist that's really good. I guess you could classify it as a disaster yeah. movie. It's it's. I think of a horror movie when I think of yeah. it, but it's really good. It's sort of like The Abyss. I didn't mention The Abyss, but it's kind of got that vibe. It's not really into the world or catastrophe or anything. Right. But I mean, you sense impending doom yeah. as you watch it. The Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, I saw that on a lot of lists. I have not seen that, though. I remember watching it years ago. Here it is. Sh- uh, Sharknado comes in at number nine on oh Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, my gosh. This list is just ridiculous. Yeah, I give no credence to it whatsoever. Okay, we have a set bracket here. Locked in, ready to go, not changing anything. Let's make quick work of this. Boom, 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 boom. Number one seed, Armageddon versus War of the Worlds. Three, two, one. Armageddon. Armageddon. Number two seed, Day After Tomorrow versus the three seed, Twister. Uh, Lee Corso. Closer than the experts think, I think, here. Day After Tomorrow versus Twister. Three, two, one. Twister. Day After Tomorrow. One to ten. Three. uh, (laughs) Day After Tomorrow. One to ten. Three, two, one. Eight. Eight. Twister. Three, two, one. Nine. That's 16, isn't it? Nine and six is 15. 15. Okay. Day after went, moves on. I was just using my IMDb rating. Smart. to this. Since we're going out of 10 on these, I figured yeah. I could just go back to those. It's smart. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Interstellar, versus per- <laughs> Interstellar versus Perfect Storm. Three, two, one. Interstellar. Interstellar. Do, you, uh, do you say the T? Interstellar? Or is it Interstellar? Interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> Probably just Interstellar. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Number two, Jura- or Independence Day versus Jurassic Park. Okay, hold on. I I know what I think, and I know why I think it. All right. Three, two, one. Jurassic Independence Park. Day. Because the entire franchise as a whole is better than the franchise of Independence Day as a whole. Ooh, you're on the franchise card. Yeah. The second, the second Independence Day brings them down much more the last Jurassic the last world. <laughs> Jurassic world was was really oh, but that was but the, so bad the first trilogy I think is stronger you know what Aaron you've convinced me you're right Jurassic Park moving on did not see that when we came up with this this episode next round did I Armageddon versus day after tomorrow three Two, one, Armageddon. Armageddon. Jurassic Park versus Interstellar. Three, two, one, Interstellar. Interstellar. Armageddon versus Interstellar. This is as uh, I'm not surprised Armageddon's there. I'm not surprised Interstellar's there just because of how good the movie is. Uh, this is a worthy matchup. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I hope everybody else is on board with Interstellar being considered as a, a disaster movie. I do too. You know what? I don't care. Sorry. Like Start if, your own podcast if you don't like exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, invite us on. We'll be on your podcast. Um, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yep. Okay, here we go. Oh, man. This is so hard. Are you having as much difficulty with this as I am? I'm having this much difficulty. <laughs> right here. From where? From here to here or from down there to here? From down there. Okay. Wow. That's a lot then. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of difficulty. Uh, I'm just trying not to think. <laughs> you do a good job of that. 
All right, Armageddon. Interstellar. Oh, gosh. I really don't know. What's our criteria? What's the criteria here? Like, are we going classic disaster movie or better movie? Therein lies the rub. <laughs> One is the classic. It meets, it checks off every box for what disaster movie should be. Interstellar is an incredible film. Okay. I have my I have my decision. Are we ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Armageddon. Here's why. Yep. Tell me why. Interstellar checks all the same boxes as Armageddon. Does it? Impending doom. Disaster. Space. Yes, but asteroid the size of Texas coming at the Earth feels more impending and more doomy than just a famine. The famine slowly wiping people oh, out. It, it Generations. Is. There's only one generation ever going to have okra again. <laughs> You're right. Hey, if we're going to go, because we got to go one to ten on this, I just need to pull up my IMDb list so I know what I'm ranking each Well, movie. then I'm automatically advancing this because I know where this is going. I have Interstellar as an eight. It's going to be a ten for me, dog. Uh, Interstellar? Yeah. You have it as a 10? I, I'm going to have it as a, I can go to my IMDb, but I'm pretty dang sure I've got it as a 10. There's only, there's very few things I give it a t- give a 10. And Interstellar, I give it a 10 out of 10. Because I have Inception as a better as a better movie. I like Interstellar better than Inception. Really? Yeah. I know several people that think that. Um, I think they're close. Uh, I have Armageddon as a seven. Ladies and gentlemen, we have we have a winner. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with this, though. I mean, I'm going to be completely because honest with I you. I still feel like Armageddon screams disaster movie more than Interstellar does. When we came up with this idea, right before we hit record on this episode, Armageddon was going to win it, going away. And for whatever reason, Interstellar popped in my mind as a disaster movie. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't I let it, it go. I had it down as well. Um, I, I, it is a, it is the better movie. It's a better movie, and I think it checks all the boxes of a disaster movie. And that's I feel like we should watch them both again. I do. Need, I've, I've watched Interstellar recently, and um, come back and potentially update our thoughts. I need to watch Armageddon. Maybe Armageddon will be a a, a watch for for us this week. Uh, But we got to figure out if it's actually the best. Well, it may be the best thing today, (laughs) but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. Uh, Probably not much of a contest. The movie Interstellar versus Money. Which would you rather have? Uh, three, two, one. Money. Money. Yeah. It's <laughs> money's going to go all the way. It's, it's going to hit the Hall of Fame. We are greedy people, <laughs> apparently. Money's we only have three it. things in the uh, Hall of Fame in our uh, bestie for the resty Hall of Fame. And two of them are obviously going to be selfish with our team's success and money. <laughs> 
I still look at that and not sure how Washington, D.C. That one just makes me it's laugh because, every time. No, no, the, the case was like freedom. And I'm like, we can have freedom without D.C. We can have another capital. Oh, but I don't know that we can. No, I guess not. We can't take it off. It's already there. Yeah. It's snuck in there. It's going to be like LeBron James in the Hall of Fame. Like, it, you don't know if it really should be there, but it's there. I propose that when we get to the ninth, the thing that makes it ninth, that we do then an episode of the besties of the resties yeah. and kick one out. I love it. Only eight can be in the. Oh, I like that. The, I like it. I, and that, one, that, it's, it's like Survivor. That that deserves some cheering right there. Somebody's like getting it. kicked off the island. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's going to be a way, uh, especially at the rate we're going recording. <laughs> that's going to be a while. <laughs> be another year or two before we get there. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that we, there's some controversy with with whether Interstellar belongs there or not but i think we can all agree it's such a great movie have we ever done best movies of all time we haven't have we not maybe that should be our hundredth episode live we should do the the goat movie bracket yeah that that could be potentially yeah mark that down mark your calendars for that day Overall, I'm satisfied with Armageddon Day After Tomorrow, Interstellar, and Jurassic Park being in the in the list. I feel like Interstellar and Jurassic Park would be two outliers for a lot I, of I people. I agree. Yeah. Probably wouldn't think about those. We had sort of, we had like a cl- your classic disasters with Armageddon Day After Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we had your outliers down here. Yeah, I really thought, I mean, after I look at this list, I really thought Volcano might sneak in there. I thought uh, even World War Z might sneak in there uh, or Deep Impact. I thought one of those, but, you know, Interstellar and Jurassic Park taking those spots. So, kudos. Good job, guys. Yeah. Guys being us? No, no. The <laughs> the creators of those movies. The people making, making those movies. You, yeah. know. you know what? If we do that live episode, we should have fan audience votes. Oh. They, they should count as a vote. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want that to happen, let us know. If you can you, text us. If you would be here, if you would join us in the great state of Arkansas for that, uh, that may happen. That'd be fun. We'll have like seven people out there. It'd be awesome. All of <laughs> Seven? All, just our family. Wow. <laughs> we get seven of our family to show up. That's true. That's <laughs> impressive. All right. You got anything else? Uh, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Go watch Moonfall. Uh, <laughs> Don't. The moon is fake. Birds aren't real. All that stuff. Go watch Sharknado 14. There's probably 14. It wouldn't put it, put me, put it past them. <laughs> uh, they're up to 10 or something, I think. Gosh. All right, that'll do it for the best things. I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. We'll talk at you next time, whenever that is. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, subscribe and leave us a review wherever you're listening now. And remember... Connect with us on the socials at Best Things Pod, and you may hear your take on an upcoming episode.